0: welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. Today, what the CIA is saying about Saudi Arabia and what to know about a Turkey recall days before Thanksgiving. Plus, a promising alternative to opioids and a record donation. Those stories and many more in less than 10 minutes. I'm Erica Mandy. Today is Monday, November 19th. You ready? Let's do this. The CIA has apparently decided. The Washington Post cites sources saying the CIA's assessment found that, yes, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia ordered the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. A lot of people have suspected that, but a CIA review makes it much more real. So many U.S. lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are calling for tougher action against the country. The Saudi government is saying not true. The crown prince knew nothing about this. Remember, Khashoggi is the Washington Post journalist who was living in the U.S., but was killed in the Saudi consulate in Turkey, causing international outcry. The Saudi government has changed its story about what happened several times. So far, the U.S. has announced sanctions against 17 Saudis that were blamed in the country. But will there be more action? Not sure yet. President Trump told Fox News that we may never know the truth and pointed to the crown prince's denials. He says media reports about the CIA's conclusion are premature. President Trump has been critical of what happened, but also very careful not to damage the U.S.-Saudi Arabia relationship. Expect official word on the report tomorrow. The election questions in Florida may finally be over now. Republican Rick Scott in the U.S. Senate race and Republican Ron DeSantis in the race for governor have officially won. The Democratic candidates Bill Nelson and Andrew Gillum conceded over the weekend. But you'll remember it was a close one, with recounts and plenty of controversy, even a call of fraud. And another controversial and close race in Georgia is over now. The AP said its official, Republican Brian Kemp, won the race for Georgia governor. Democrat Stacey Abrams acknowledged it, but still had harsh words for her opponent, for what she called voter suppression. Well, the numbers just keep getting worse in California, and the weather is about to have an impact on the search. First, the death toll from the so-called campfire in Northern California is now at 77. And the number of people missing is up to more than 1,200. That list keeps growing as more people call in to report names of loved ones they can't find. But officials say some people on the list may actually be okay, but haven't called in to authorities to verify it. The search for remains could get more complicated this week, though, as rain is in the forecast. The wet weather also brings a risk for mudslides in those areas that were burned but it's at least a good thing for the fire conditions and the poor air quality there right now. So what caused this fire? A lot of people are pointing to the utility company, PG&E. There were reports of power line outages the morning the fire started, but it's all still under investigation. President Trump took a trip to the area over the weekend. USA Today reports he toured the damaged areas and thanked first responders. California's governor and the soon-to-be governor toured the area with the president, and even though they haven't all gotten along before, they all said it's time to pull together for the people of California. There was mixed reactions, though, from the people who live there. President Trump also stopped by Thousand Oaks, California. He met with families of some of the victims killed in the mass shooting. It was a snowy weekend in the Northeast and it led to some dangerous travel conditions. CBS News reports the snowstorm spanned 16 states from Illinois to Massachusetts and it's even blamed for eight deaths. But it's not the snow, it's the cold temperatures that will impact the Northeast this Thanksgiving. The Weather Channel says some cities could see the coldest temps on record for the holiday. It's not a great time for this, but there's another turkey recall. It's connected to an ongoing salmonella outbreak over the last year linked to raw turkey. The latest? CBS News says Jenny O Turkey has recalled more than 91,000 pounds of raw ground turkey, but experts say it's likely more widespread than that. Here's the thing, though. Properly cooking your turkey should kill any salmonella, which, of course, can make you sick. Details of the latest recall are in today's show notes. A new study found promising results for a drug to help make peanut allergies a little less dangerous for kids. If approved, that drug could become the first oral medication to help ease reactions from peanut allergies. So to be clear, it's not meant to cure the allergy completely. But instead, the New York Times reports it could help keep children safe if they're exposed to just trace amounts of peanuts. So it doesn't have to be such a terrifying condition. Right now, one in 50 American children is allergic to peanuts. Some experts say the new drug could possibly save lives, but they also say it is important for people to realize it doesn't cure the allergy and the treatments do take some effort. Several more stories still ahead, but I want to take a quick moment to thank today's sponsor, The Neat Company. If you have your own business, a side hustle, or just wanna be better organized about all your expenses and finances, then check out The Neat Company. So before 2019 begins, this is the time to get your expense tracking in order. Neat lets you upload your receipts, invoices, and other documents any way you like, including a simple email or the camera on your smartphone. And then get this, Neat has a patent on unique technology to automatically fill out the fields for you. So for example, you can take a picture of the receipt, upload it and boom key data fields are filled out for you and organized automatically and then if you need to revisit it neat lets you keyword search all your expenses to find them again quick and easy so go ahead and try it out the neat company is offering the newsworthy listeners a free 30-day trial at neat.com slash newsworthy again take advantage of a 30-day free trial go to neat neat.com slash newsworthy and see how much time it could save you now back to the news It's apparently 10,000 times hotter than the world's hottest pepper. But a plant called the Euphorbia resinfera could also be an alternative to opioids. Wired reports the plant is so hot it can destroy nerve endings that trigger pain. And here's the key. This alternative is not addictive like opioids are. Of course, the patient would not have to eat the plant. In fact, you should never eat this plant. Instead, what's known as RTX is injected into an aching joint while the patient is under anesthesia. Studies have shown the pain-killing effect can last months before you need another injection. It's being used in a clinical trial right now involving bone cancer patients. It's being called the largest amount of money ever donated to any education institution in the U.S. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg said he's donating $1.8 billion to his alma mater, Johns Hopkins University. The money is meant for financial aid for low- and middle-income students. The goal? Letting the university admit the highest-achieving students, whether they're able to pay for it or not. Elon Musk started another company. This one is called The Brick Store. Musk already owns SpaceX, Tesla, and The Boring Company. And now TechCrunch reports The Brick Store will produce and sell bricks. Why? Remember how The Boring Company is working on an underground tunnel to ease traffic in LA? It will take people and cars on self-driving electric pods. Well, they have to remove a bunch of soil to create those tunnels. So The Bricks, sold at a physical brick store, will be made out of that displaced soil. And don't forget, the first test tunnel is due to open for public view next month. This one is causing a lot of talk and controversy in the sports world. ESPN cited a source saying the Cleveland Browns general manager, John Dorsey, was open to interviewing former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice for the head coaching job. Dorsey denied it, saying he has respect for Rice, but she's not on the list of candidates. Rice is a Browns fan, but even she said in a statement she's not looking to be a football coach. She did say, though, that the NFL should consider experienced women for the job. A woman has never interviewed for an NFL head coaching job. As expected, the Harry Potter spin-off, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, won the box office over the weekend. The Hollywood Reporter says it brought in $62 million, which is actually the lowest of the Harry Potter franchise. But at least the sequel did better than the first Fantastic Beasts overseas. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to share The Newsworthy if you got value out of today's episode. As always, if you want to read more about any of the stories mentioned, I list all the sources and story links for you in today's show notes. You can find those by going to thenewsworthy.com, clicking episodes, and then looking for today's date. The Newsworthy is ready for you every weekday by four in the morning, so I'll be back with more news tomorrow. Have a great day.